Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. I've invited Gina Keeping to the show today. She has taken a career in education as a teacher and vice principal of 15 years and then turned into a mindset and business mentor. Welcome to the show, Gina. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited for this conversation. Please share with our listeners a little bit more about yourself. Absolutely. So for 15 years, I was a teacher slash vice principal where I thought I was living the dream. If you were to ask me what my dream job was, I was living it. I was so happy in my career or so I thought. Being a teacher is very demanding. You have a lot on your plate and a couple, well, actually it's been more than a couple of years ago, my dad got sick. And when my dad was diagnosed with cancer at 59, this major, I guess, piece of my life made me realize that I couldn't handle both something personal and something with the extent of being a teacher. The workload was just too much. And I was his executor, so I was very tied up in making sure I was doing all the things required to do that. I had put myself on the back burner. I had stopped taking care of myself, and it led me to having burnout. It led me to crashing and reaching my rock bottom. When I went to my doctor, I had the slew of diagnosis of situational PTSD, anxiety, and depression, which is a slew. And from that, I wasn't able to work. And when I wasn't able to work, there was a period when I couldn't even leave my house. I went from this super happy, never really struggled with a lot, always happy-go-lucky, to not being able to even leave my house and not knowing who I was. I had my identity wrapped up in my title. And when I wasn't able to teach, then everything seemed to fall away. And I remember a moment when I was on my bathroom floor crying, looking in the mirror and just not knowing who I was anymore. And I knew something had to change. And that was where self-discovery started for me. And I was so desperate. I didn't want to just rely on medication. I wanted to know why I was feeling this way. And it led me to going to a Tony Robbins event, which completely changed my life. And then I went on to become certified underneath him to be a life coach. And then my career just started to change. And I was still a teacher at that point. So even though I had all this new passion, I was very stubborn and I was determined to go back to teaching. And I was like, I'm not leaving. I can do all the things. So all the healing that I had done, I put myself back in the environment uh, that got me sick in the first place. I just didn't even realize the stress that was on my plate. And when I went back, everything started to fall apart again. And I started feeling terrible and I was falling back into depression. My body was reacting and I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And I knew that the environment in which I was working and the workload and how I was living had to change. And then when COVID hit, my business exploded. 
And I was already online. I was already helping people and people wanted to know how I was growing my business online. And it was only a short few years ago when we had COVID. And then that led me to leaving my teaching career and going full time as a mindset and business coach. And I also have a second business called Shift, where I run personal development events and courses to really just help you live your best self. So I went from one career to another. I'm still a teacher. I'm just teaching on my own terms. And I've really had to lean in and be brave enough to follow these new breadcrumbs and to leave a stable career and pension. But what I've gained from it has been so much, so much more than I could have ever imagined. That's in a nutshell. <laughs> Close notes version. Awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking like, where do we go back to here? Because you said, you know, initially it was your father's health had taken the turn and you know, the, the demands that came with, you know, what that looked like in that season really opened your eyes to like, I don't have enough time in the day to do both. You're going through one end here, but then you go to this Tony Robbins event where it's like this major shift happens where you're like, the light has been reopened. Everything is exciting again. And it's like the extreme opposite way. Right. And this is like a short window of time. And then through that process, you did it start doing life coaching you got the you got the training which I'm mm -hmm. sure was not a cheap investment like what no. was it that encouraged you enough to be like you know what I'm gonna bite the bullet and take this course and get certified but not really pursue it as a full-time income oh I love that question I think deep down I had that knowing that I was meant for more and I think I was terrified of that knowing but when I was going through all of the hardship I decided very early that I was going to turn this hardship into something beautiful. I didn't know what that was going to look like. And the moment that I decided to go to this Tony Robbins event, I was so desperate. I got to be honest. I had tried everything else. I was not into the personal development world. I was an athlete my whole life. I was armored up. Mindset was not something that I talked about. I was just like this tough girl who had it all together all the time. So I was so desperate when I went to this event and it completely shook me to the point where I was like, okay, I need to help other people who are in this situation. At that point, I had no uh, idea that I was going to leave teaching. It was just as I'm going through my journey and I started blogging about this. So when I started sharing my story, the amount of people who reached out and raised their hand and said, me too, I'm miserable. I'm wearing these masks, um, but I'm suffering. So I guess being a teacher and having this innate piece inside of me to help people. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this training and I'm going to help other people. And at that point I wasn't back to teaching. So I was like, as I'm doing the healing, I'm going to help other people do the healing. And then this is going to fuel me to get back into the classroom. So it was a way for me to imitate my classroom without me being able to be in the classroom. So I think that's what stemmed it. And to be quite honest, I really didn't feel at that point that leaving my teaching career was going to be an option. Um, it definitely planted the seed of like, ooh, like this is cool. Like I love impacting people across the world at this point, even early in my business, but it wasn't the reason why I did that course, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're thinking, well, once we go back to teaching, like I'll at least have these new tools and resources that I can, you know, help throughout my career and be a better teacher. Yeah. That's cool. And then, you know, after you got back into teaching, it was like, everything was back to the same and you're like, I don't like this and I've changed yeah. <laughs> and I'm it different. Did. 
It, it did. And I, the other part too, is that as I was going through my own healing journey, I didn't have support. I was the teacher who everybody would be like, oh, Gina can handle that. Or, you know, all the, the kids with behavioral issues, they came to me and I loved it. I love making these connections. I was an amazing teacher. So I was making accommodations for my students on my own. And I was just giving so much of myself, first person in, last person out. I wore that as a badge of honor. And then when I needed help, I didn't have that support. So going back into an environment that contributed to my sickness and didn't help me, I was also really heartbroken about going back into a system that was very much about words about mental health and supporting people. But then when I needed it, I didn't have it. Looking back now, I truly believe that happened to get me out of that career and lead me to what I'm doing now. And I feel I've developed that skill of looking at all of my hardships and looking for that lesson. I don't believe everything happens for a reason, but I believe that it's up to us to find the meaning and that's how you move past it. So looking back, I can go, okay, moving back into that classroom. Of course, I was going to have roadblocks because I wasn't meant to go back. You know what I mean? But I'm very stubborn. So going back and seeing that and having all my symptoms come back and just feeling terrible. I remember waking up and crying before work. After work was over, my husband worked very close nearby. I would leave there and there was a mark where I would allow myself to cry. I would cry, cry, cry. And then I'd sit down on that, that place. It was overlooking the water. And I was like, I can't stay here. I cannot do this. And then I would be okay. What do I need to do to grow my business for me to leave? So it was really hard to go back into that environment and to be triggered and to be not accommodated or like no help whatsoever. So it was really that push that I needed, I think, to, to step away from that career that I didn't know at the time. Two things come up for me. You know, I keep getting the quote, you know, a man without a vision always returns to his past. And you were going through this program and you didn't really have any like idea what you were gonna do with it, but you wanted to apply it somehow. And then you go back to school and teaching. And before, when you were teaching, you were doing everything yourself. You were used to doing everything yourself. You were used to not having to ask for help. And so, you know, the frequency in terms of like not noticing if this was a reciprocal relationship and you're pouring into your coworkers was probably not one that you felt. But then when you came back after learning all these things about yourself and going through this new journey, you're like, wait, how come I'm the one that's always dishing, but nobody wants to pour into me? And why am I doing this? Because it doesn't seem to really be creating the impact that I was hoping for after going through this program. You nailed it 100%. And impact has always been a thing for me. And, you know, my journey to become a teacher was really hard. I had to work three jobs to put myself to university. I almost had to quit twice because I didn't have the money. I wrestled varsity as well. So I would wake up at 5am. I would open up at the field house, which is a fitness place where I would work. I would go to school, I would train, and then I would close at another gym just to put myself through university to get my three degrees. In the summer, I worked three jobs. So for me, I wanted to be a teacher so bad. Like it wasn't that somebody waved a magic wand and it happened for me. So I was really reluctant to leave that because I worked so hard for it. And in my heart, I knew I was meant to teach, but I didn't have the resources or the expansion around me to go, there's more than one way to teach, right? And just because I'm good at it, that doesn't mean I need to stay there. Right. Like I and I still am a fantastic teacher, but I do it on my own terms now. And I teach the content that I know is changing lives. And I think when I went back, 
I wanted to teach everybody what I was learning, but that wasn't curriculum. You know what I mean? So I just had this different view. And once you see something differently, it's really hard to shrink back into that environment and to be that chameleon. I could no longer be that. And I didn't even realize I was being it until I was ripped open and kind of forced to see something different. Hey, this is your girl, Kalina James, and I want to chat with you for just one moment. Are you a coach, consultant, content creator, trainer, counselor, mentor? Well, maybe you wear all of the service hats at the same time. Maybe you're all of them. And I want to let you know about an awesome new tool for your growing business. It's called LifeQuest, Live Your Forever Quest, with brandable features that make it possible to run multiple businesses and sell paid resources under one umbrella. LifeQuest is the newest mobile CRM platform for your growing business. Now, LifeQuest is helping dynamic professionals just like you save time and money while managing your business. The support team would love to show you what LifeQuest can do for you. Click the link in the show notes to get started. And at LifeQuest, we're not just one more thing. We're the thing. Now back to your show. Well, and, you know, education probably shifted a lot since you started. And, you know, the things that you care about change, you know, and the, yeah. the, the impact that you want to create changes. And so as you go through that evolution, I think it's only natural that, you know, at some point you outgrow things and you're ready for the next chapter. And in this case, it looked like this mindset mentoring and adding this new coaching element, you know, what, what was it that really scared you initially when you thought about, you know, going without this consistent, secure income? Ooh, a lot scared me to be quite honest. I was like that quote unquote breadwinner of the family. And then the fear of, okay, my pension, of course, I heard that a lot from people who cared about me and the really uncertainty, like everything that I did in my life, I was certain that when I got there, I would have that income. So it really forced me to double down on the belief in myself and the worthiness of that, what I was doing was worth it and then doing what was required for me to have that security. I think sometimes we feel we have security with our full-time jobs, but I think when I went through what I did, I realized that that was a false security. It was a false security that I thought I had that security and then when I got sick, I didn't, right? So I had this new perspective of what we thought was you know, secure wasn't. So I am now betting on myself and I'm showing up for myself in a way that I never did before. And all that effort that I put into a career, I'm now putting into me. And I know that I'm a smart, educated woman and whatever I put my mind to, I'm going to achieve. So taking that same belief that I poured into other people, I am now pouring into myself and learning how to put those strategies in place have just been that key for me to, to keep rinse and repeating strategies at work and bring in the income and making the impact that I was meant to all along. So I love I that. Okay. I don't know if I answered your question. I can relate to you so much, Gina, because in 2020, I am a massage therapist by trade. I had gone to school, been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. It's all I really thought was what I could offer as a person. And then in 2020, when, you know, the pandemic hit, it was like unsafe to touch people. So right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the people that woke up like, Oh, what do you mean? You just can't go to work today. Like they can do that. And so transitioning, into, you know, having an online business and what, you know, you, I I felt like I had no fear because I was like, shoot, you know, you have nothing to lose at this point. You already dang lost your job. I'm curious, you know, especially since I have my own business, there was 
there was the, the confidence in the skill that I had to offer, the service that I had to offer. But beyond that, I didn't realize until like right when I started getting going that there's so many other things to it, right? And so what were some of the challenges you learned early on that you were like, wow, I got to like learn all this stuff? Well, I wish I could say that I stopped learning, but <laughs> never, never, never stop no. learning. And I feel business is the ultimate personal development journey where you are learning all the time. So I've, I've really embraced that. I think some of the biggest learnings was to sell myself, number one, as a teacher. I never had to sell myself. I just showed up and I taught, right? And I had some really scarce mindset habits that kept me in scarcity where I felt like I couldn't charge for my services. I did a lot of stuff for free, which I still do, but now it's more aligned. But I had a lot to learn about the business aspect where I was just like, I just want to show up and help people. And that's not a business, right? So for me, I had to do a lot of the mindset work, which is why I'm so obsessed with this, because I know that you can Google a strategy and you can find it. But if you don't have the mindset to match your mission and where you're going, it's going to be really hard to get there. So for me, it's this constant internal up leveling where I keep raising myself to that standard of where I want to go and who I want to be and who I want to impact. So I think for me, the biggest thing is like showing up online. I was a very private person and now I found the balance of what I want to share and how I want to share it. I've had to lean into the mindset piece of, like I said, how to sell how to, you know, I don't like the word charge your worth, but how to charge for my services in a way that felt good. How to deal with the pushback when people, you know, leave a comment that you're like, oh my God, but like, I'm here to do good work. And you have people questioning you. Like that's part of your growth when you're out there. You're going to have people that are unhappy with your service, right? So really navigating that part was something that I've never prepared for before. I never had any evidence in the past that I could move through that. So I think knowing how to leverage my mindset and hold myself to that standard of being a business owner who can handle these things have been the biggest piece for me, hands down. I hear that. I hear that very much. One of my favorite books I read recently was John Maxwell. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Ooh, I haven't read that one. Oh yeah. I really enjoyed it. He talks about, you know, how oftentimes we make a mistake and, you know, we get so, we take it so personally and we get so hard on ourselves. Yeah we often forget how we're not perfect, right? And we know we're not perfect, but somehow everything is so personal. And he shares some really great stories and I won't ruin the book for you, but <laughs> very good, really enjoy it. And I love hearing all these things because you know it is true and it is normal. And so for anyone listening, if they're apprehensive or they're on the fence, it's, it's definitely one of those, you're gonna grow through it. So just get in it. Yeah. And very early in my business, I didn't have anybody that represented the hard stuff. So very early in my business, I was like, I'm sharing it all. Like I'm not gatekeeping anything because for such a long time, I thought I was doing business wrong because I had nobody showcasing how hard business was. Right. So I have my own podcast called the Keeping It Real podcast because I share it all. I think gatekeeping it and pretending that it's easy is such a disservice to the people around you who are trying to grow and evolve. And I don't want anybody to ever think that, oh, you know, she got it all together or it's easy for her or I'm doing it wrong because this work is hard and not enough people are saying it. A lot of people are just showing the highlight reels and the success, and that is beautiful. And please don't stop doing that. But 
if you're looking for that honesty, then find people who are going to share that journey of the highs and lows, because both exist when you're growing and scaling yourself and your business, you know, and I just want those raw, real conversations. So yeah, you're not doing it wrong if it feels hard right now. I love that. That's great advice. Definitely check out Gina's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. What, what is, what is a piece of advice you'd want to give to somebody right now? Who's you know, really just like clinging to their career, but they've been thinking about it for a while and they want to make the shift. They just not sure if this is the right time. I think something that I wish that I had tapped into earlier was be okay with being misunderstood. I think sometimes as women, we feel we need to do things a certain way, be a certain way, people please. But if you are if you're willing to put yourself out there and to trust yourself and to be misunderstood, I feel everything's going to unfold for you. You don't need to do it like everybody else. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to wait for your family to get on board. It's your dream, not theirs. They're not going to understand it. So really just allowing yourself and knowing that what you want on your heart is there for a reason. And it's okay for you to take a chance. It's okay for you to step forward. It's okay for you to follow those breadcrumbs and really just be brave enough to listen to that and to take the steps because you don't have to have it all figured out. I certainly didn't, but you have to start, you know, and it doesn't have to be to quit your job right away, but just start, start doing the things that are coming to you that you know you want to do and just be brave enough to go after your dreams. Because if you don't, there's going to be a day when you look back and you regret it. And I think one of the biggest gifts that I took from losing my dad at 59 is I grew up listening to him say, when I retire, I'm going to live and I'm going to do the things. And he never got to, he never got to see his retirement. He died the year he was supposed to retire. So you never know when your last day is going to be. And I guarantee you, when you look back, you're going to wish that you did the thing. So just having that courage to be misunderstood, to do the thing and to love yourself enough to go after what you want. I think that's such a beautiful move. Great advice. This has been such a great conversation. Before we wrap up, Gina, I'd love for you to share a little, share some resources. How can our audience get a hold of you? Where can they find you? Absolutely. So my website is ginakeeping.ca. I have some really beautiful resources there. Uh, Busting Your Beliefs is a really common one. It's a three-day training that's free. I'll actually give everybody free access to the Unstoppable Mindset. I'll give you a code after to put in your show notes so they can get that for free. I'm most active on Instagram at Gina underscore keeping. My podcast, I pour my heart into every single week and I have the real conversations and interview some amazing people. So maybe Julie, you can come on my podcast too. That would be fun. I would love that. Yeah, I think we could have another great conversation. I'd love to hear your story too, because you have an incredible one. But yeah, the mo- the best place to follow me is Instagram at Gina underscore keeping. That's where you're going to see all the goodies and where I share all the things. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Oh, thanks for having me. This has been amazing. Until next time, Diamonds, shine bright. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, 
you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.